Quick shout out to our sponsors, Anglesey Family Chiropractic. They're in Spokane Valley and in Coeur d'Alene. Look, I've known Craig for over 30 years. This guy is legit, a great family man, extremely professional, and a very, very good chiropractor. Makes me feel good every time I go in to see him. You should go check him out too. I also want to give a shout out to the Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Look, listening to these guys is like sitting around a campfire with your best friends. The talk is real, humor is natural, and the personal growth is sparked by authenticity. Listen, these guys are great. Go check them out. Thank you. Andrew, you're the owner of Atomic Threads based out there in Hayden, Idaho. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Dude, I like to get personal with my guests, man. Where did you grow up and did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, so I grew up in the high desert in California, in the middle okay. of the Mojave Desert. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm a desert kid, and I'm, nice. I'm, I'm living in paradise now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, but I've been up here for 14 years now. Okay. Uh, I've owned this business for 10. Uh, first of this month, April Fool's Day was my 10 year. Oh, nice. Um, one in Atomic Threads, so that was, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I honestly, to, to, be, to be totally brutally honest, I... Uh, never knew what I was going to do with my life until okay. maybe a couple of years ago. Um, I, my dad um, was self-employed. Okay. He, you know, he's a, he's a life insurance agent for 40 years. He just retired um, and always kind of always liked the way he could live his life. He could always take time to, you know, hang out with me. He and I yeah. did all kinds of cool stuff when I was a kid, traveled a lot. Um, and I wanted the same thing for my kids. So the entrepreneur life, definitely has an appeal for me and it, it just it's been kind of a perfect fit for me. So, yeah. Well, as you mentioned, you said you took over Atomic Threads about 10 years ago. What made you decide to take over the business there and what was the business like when you first took it over? Yeah. So, okay. So I bought this business after another guy had bought the business from someone else. Oh, okay. Uh, he, bought it, he bought the business in 08, like, okay. like literally weeks before everything, you know, kind of fell apart. So things were looking not so great. Things were not great with Atomic Threads at that point. Yeah. Um, okay. It's, it's a long story, but uh, he tried to sell the company to um, anybody and everybody that he could. Um, <laughs> I was kind of the last resort. I was working for him. I knew how to do everything here. I knew the all the client base. And he finally came to me and said, hey, have you ever thought about owning a business? And I said, yes, I have. <laughs> so. Okay. So fateful decision made on uh, April Fool's Day. <laughs> Come on, man. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> well, I want to, I mean, we'll get into the whole COVID thing and what you got going on right now, but entrepreneurs, they always have these setbacks and through your years of owning Atomic Threads, did you have any setbacks that you ran into and how'd you get through those, man? Oh yeah. Plenty of setbacks. Um, believe me. I, so having no business background, um, all I knew how to do was print shirts. So okay. <laughs> uh, imagine the cha- imagine the challenges that have come up along the way. Right. I've, learned to, I've learned how to do, you know, all the stuff out in production. Um, after what about five years of owning the business, I automated. I upgraded to a whole bunch of automated printing cool. equipment. We got a big, nice auto press out there, gas dryer. Um, I bought new embroidery machines. Invested about hundred grand into the company. Um, had to figure out how to do financing for all that. I had to learn how to use all the equipment. It wasn't right, just sure. like, oh, you go from manual to auto. No, 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 no. There's a whole learning curve with that. Um, beyond that, learning accounting, um, marketing, all that stuff. Everything involved with running a business, you know? I thought I yeah. was just going to hang out in the back and do the stuff that I love to do, you right. know? Make stuff and print shirts. But nope, right. there's way more to it. I spend 98% of my time talking to people and, you know, figuring out 
technical stuff. So right, <laughs> yeah, true. I love it all. I love the challenge. So it's good. Oh, that's awesome. And I mean, you've launched this really, truly amazing campaign called Print It Forward. You're working with CDA. How did you come up with this idea and how did you get connected with CDA and, and why did you decide to do this thing? Yeah. So um, as soon as the uh, shutdown happened, our, yeah. our revenues here just dropped to nothing. We do, wow. we do a lot of uh, printing shirts for um, events, local events, uh, schools, um, other small businesses. And with all that being just on pause kind of indefinitely, I knew I had to do something. Yeah. Um, I had thought about, you know, I've been thinking for a couple of last couple of years too, about how I can help, what I can do to help other business owners because mm -hmm. business owners are kind of a weird, weird demographic, really, you sure. know, like we're, we're kind of a minority and no one really thinks about us. Everyone thinks that business owners are just rich and powerful. <laughs> and we can just do whatever we want. We make our own hours, you know, right. yeah. so, but is that, that's really not the case as you know. Right. Um, so I've always wanted to do something that could help business owners, but I never really knew what. Yeah. Um, now with this, with this shutdown thing, um, and with our, you know, cash flow stopped, I um, started scrambling and searching for ideas. Um, I had met um, an industry colleague um, who's from St. Louis um, at a uh, industry conference called Shirt Lab okay. um, in Portland last summer. And uh, we became Facebook friends and just, I don't know, the timing was perfect, I guess. Um, I saw that she had came, come up with this idea. She's the one who came up with the idea. Uh, she shared it amongst the industry group and gotcha. um i was one of the you know early adopters of that i think i think i saw it within 40 minutes of her sharing that with the industry group so, yeah um so it's uh, sloan's idea from tiny little monster in st louis thank you sloan you're legendary <laughs> um but we put it into place here kind of, kind of with our own type of twist on it and it's been great the response has been super super great yeah and why did you decide to get connected with CD8 and, and kind of pick those guys as kind of the, the main charity you're working with? Yeah. So um, as we know, the hospitality industry has been hit hard with this thing. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of work for the local breweries, um, restaurants, um, tap rooms, stuff like that. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Russell Mann, he's the admin for the Beard Lane Facebook group. Um, okay. He is he put me in touch with uh, CD8 for a different project. Um, I think it was last year. So, so we know those guys, they're a good group. They help out the community, all the restaurant workers, beverage workers, hospitality, and yeah, we want to help them out. So it seemed like a natural fit. And you guys have raised over $4,000 so far, right? Oh, that was a, uh, that was a week and a half ago. Oh, as okay. Of, yeah. <laughs> as of yesterday. Oh, I should have checked this morning, but uh, as of yesterday, we've raised over $6,500 now. Oh my gosh. We're cruising. We're picking up speed with this thing. It's, that is, it's really, it's really cool. That is amazing. And 6,500 bucks. That's just straight going back to the community. That's not even like, that's going, that's going straight to the community. Come yep. on, man. That is amazing, dude. That's, I love it in a month. Yeah. Wow. And then you guys, you do this thing called uh, give a thread where you select a school each month. You help them with their clothing needs. What's that program about? Yeah, so give a thread. That okay. So more more brutal honesty here. Um, so give a thread. I started along with like I don't know a dozen other kind of major projects here. Okay, uh, yeah. One of them one of them being web stores, okay. um, which is what's you know driving our print forward thing. Um, I kind of got caught up in all of that. So to be brutally honest, I um, we started that and haven't really done much with it. Okay. But as soon as as soon as the shutdown thing's over, we're gonna get back to that. And yeah. we have um, a half dozen schools in mind. Come and on. we're going to be giving some 
uh, clothing to them for the kids that need that and just doing another thing to help our community out. Yeah. And you guys are really involved in the community. There was, unfortunately, there was a fire earlier this year in downtown Coeur d'Alene. A bunch of businesses got affected by that. But you teamed up with uh, the Cosmic Cowboy Grill. You guys did this event called Tacos and Teas Tuesday. You mm -hmm. donated all the proceeds from that, uh, from the shirt sales or, or clothing sales to those businesses. I think they gave away parts of the, the taco sales to those guys. But why is it so important for you to give back? Oh, man. So, we're a, we're a community focused business. We've been here for the business has been here for 12 years. I've owned it for 10, but we've, wow. you know, how, how does a business like ours operate? We're yeah. supported by the community. You have to support your community. You have to give back. I mean, that's a, that's very straightforward. That's the one business thing I knew going in. <laughs> so. Yeah, Right. I love it, man. You guys are really doing amazing things in this community. And what I would consider being a world changer, that is, that is you for sure, man. So I thank you for what you do, man. I think it's awesome. Right on. Well, thanks, Eric. Yeah. I wanted to transition to some fun questions here for us, though. I've got these things. They're called pod decks. Essentially, they're just random questions for us podcasters. I'm going to pull one out, and hopefully it's not a flop for us. Who or where would you haunt if you were a ghost? <laughs> I thought about this. That is that is crazy. <laughs> I had thought about this. I, this is not premeditated, but I, okay. I, I thought about this. So if I was a ghost, um, okay, so one thing I love to do is um, go hiking. I love, okay. our, I love living in this area up here in yeah. the Northwest. There's mountains and lakes, and there's lakes on top of mountains, and I want to see them all. Um, yeah. So I, I have this happy thought that after I die that I can spend the rest of eternity just roaming those trails and checking everything out. That would be, <laughs> that's what I would do. So I would be haunting your favorite, you know, hiking trail and mountain peak and campground. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. What's the strangest shirt design that you've ever been asked to do? Oh man. Okay. Okay. So strangest shirt design. Um, let's see. We've done a few. Um, I actually have a couple examples here I can show you. Um, yeah. So one of them, let's see if you can see this. So this one is a oh, yeah. print actually on paper. So this is for Grindhard Plumbing okay. and it says not a plumbing company. Um, <laughs> these guys, these guys are out of Sandpoint and they're, they're crazy. They have a awesome YouTube um, um, channel going on. They have a cool following. <clears throat> yeah. They, their thing is they build, they take like Barbie cars, right? Like the little plastic Barbie cars. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll build like a roll cage in that thing with like a little Honda motor. And they'll <laughs> build themselves like driving these things off of hillsides and stuff. They're freaking nuts, man. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so that was a pretty fun one. Um, what else? We've printed shirts for a nudist colony. Oh, okay. Get that one out. That, that, was, that was a surprise. That's probably yeah. the strangest, actually. Okay. Um, what else have we got? Um, I don't know. I actually have a couple examples here, too. So, yeah. <clears throat> so we do we do a lot of um, community events. There's one for Corda Fondo. Okay. Um, that design was from our uh, designer friend, Ben Tran, Tran Creative. He's an award-winning um, designer here in town in Coeur d'Alene. Nice. Um, we print, like I said, a lot of stuff for breweries. There's a cool one for Trickster's Brewing here in town. Yeah. Cool artwork. Um, we do a lot of uh, local biz stuff. Here's for Bulldog Lounge. Actually, we just printed these yesterday. So, so we were, oh. we're supposed to say we're all essential. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. So, good stuff like that. Um, Very cool. Yep. I think the nudist colony, though, was by far the nudist one. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but when you're not working, what are you doing for fun, man? 
Yeah. So, um, like I said, I like to, I love to, um, go hiking. Um, my wife and I call it adventuring. We're we're adventure partners and we try and do it all. Um, in the last year we went to, we ended up going to three different countries, which was, we've never, we've never traveled quite on that level before. Um, we had saved up actually for two years and took our honeymoon in the Cook Islands. Okay. No one knows where the Cook Islands are, but I never heard of them. It's like bizarro Hawaii. It's, it's, Same distance west from here, okay. but it's the exact opposite distance down from the equator. It's oh, where okay. the it's where the Kiwis and the Aussies all vacation. Oh, okay. It's really cool. <laughs> that's it's really that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, and then Canada last summer, and then we just got back from a trip to Cambodia um, with some friends. Our uh, our photographer friend Jeremiah Andrews um, lives part of the year out there. Yeah. And we've been wanting for years to go visit them and see all the temples, Angkor Wat, all that. Um, and let me tell you, man, two weeks in Cambodia will change your life. That oh. was absolutely to see the things we saw over there. That was a stunning and just striking experience for us. Life changing. Wow. Yeah. Life changing. Man, I love it. I, that's on my bucket list as well. Would love to go see see Cambodia and Thailand and go over that area, man. But uh, I'm a music guy, so I always have to ask this question: What's a favorite band or favorite music that you like to listen to? My favorite right at the moment, no question, is Fat Freddy's Drop from New Zealand. Okay. Kind of, kind of a jammy, reggae, electronic. There's a there's a dance party on wheels, man. I love it. Okay. I'm going to have to check him out. That's awesome, man. Yeah, That's great. awesome. Dude, Andrew, this is such an honor to have you on my show, man. Thank you so much for this. is a great conversation. I really appreciate taking the time. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's a privilege and an honor. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for watching this video today. I really appreciate it. If you could go and share this everywhere you can leave us a review leave us a rating we would really appreciate it that helps us get the word spread out about our podcast and about our show and we can bring you amazing stories of the people that we bring on for the bearded biz and the top rated mma show thank you again have an awesome day